What year was that song? 80s? Is it 80s? I want to say late 80s, maybe early 90s. I mean, I heard it. Did I hear it as a kid? I don't even... Why was I thinking of it the other day? I, I have not heard you it. You literally... We were literally in a store, and I just hear you go... <laughs> and I'm like, are you singing the Rick Astley song? <laughs> I didn't even know... I didn't know his name. And I was like, that, that's... I mean, I love that song. <laughs> <sighs> our song now, our theme song. I mean, anytime we're feeling blue... That's it. Sing their Rick, Rick Rolling song. Rick Rolled. I'm gonna Rick. You can now. You can Rick Roll people. <laughs> I don't know how to. Did you just just look up like <laughs> you just look up Rick Rolling videos and then it'll be like I don't know puppies and then it's like oh look at these cute little puppies and then like ten seconds in it's like never gonna give you up. <laughs> but. My ass would get the video and be like, oh, what a treat. I love this. I fucking love this song. Oh, what a treat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but everybody else would be like, what? What is this? It is a weird video, I suppose. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then you're look, you're watching the video. You're not just listening to the song. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, well, I have a question for you. Just get us started. All right. Bring it on. How, I guess, how, when, why did you originally come to Madrid? Someone asked me this today, actually. Oh, the... Someone asked why I was in Madrid? No, asked me. Oh, like, I was why, like... Why did you... How did you end up in Madrid? It's so far from America, and... This is true. I haven't had anyone ask me that, like, phrasing that way. Because she was an Italian. Oh, right, 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 right. So, she's like, you know, for other Erasmus students in Europe, like, it makes sense to come to Spain or whatever. But she's like, wow, you're so far. Um, right, yeah. But I, I realize I don't know your full story either. Why did I come to Madrid? Yeah. So, when was the, f let's start, when was the first time you came to Madrid? I came to Madrid spring, talking in school years here, mm -hmm. spring semester, <laughs> of 2014. I was here. We were here this year. Yeah, are you year. serious? That's weird. But I also didn't study at any of the Madrid universities. Yeah. yeah. I was here 2013, 2014. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Do you remember the Champions League final that year? No. Really? Wait, yes. It was Real Madrid versus Atletico de Madrid. Yes, I do, but that's only because I... Went to go see a Barca game in Barcelona, but not near the finals. Hmm. All right. Well, anyways, that, that to me is like... Ah! Yeah. Highlight. Highlight and significant. Mm. But anyways. Vale, pues, how did I get to Madrid? Well, um, honestly, it was kind of just like, okay, because... All right. <laughs> Here's the thing. At Tufts, that's where I went to university as they say here um mm -hmm. and it's just study abroad is just what you do junior year at, at tufts, at tufts. Okay. everybody studies abroad um or a lot of people do and so i i mean like i never thought i definitely didn't consider myself that person who's like i'm gonna travel the world when i get older or like mm -hmm. you know when i was a kid it was like what do you want to do with your life and i was just like have enough money to live 
right right word yeah uh, that that'd be nice um maybe get myself you know uh some good some good you know what my dream car was i'm not even so first of oh all i'm God. not even into uh, wait, wait, wait 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 i'm the same way you know what what <laughs> so funny. my dream car Dilo. was a black honda get the fuck out of here was a Honda, okay? And like, no, mine wasn't a black. It would have went for black, but it was no. There's this weird greenish, green olive gray color. I think it's called space. Okay. <laughs> no, space gray. Yeah, I think it's space gray. But a Honda. A Honda. That's so. You know. And, and you know why? Because. Mi papi would always say like, yes. es que los Hondas <laughs> nunca, tienen nunca tienen problemas. Like you'll never have to like take it into the shop or fix a Honda. They, yeah, they they last forever. Yeah. So okay, That's so hilarious. I was like, I have enough money to maybe you know get <laughs> you know, get, get, a a, get a Honda, my dream car. <laughs> really shooting high there. <laughs> really shooting high. Um, so anyways, that is so travel. So, <laughs> so traveling was not right in yeah, the yeah, th yeah. in the realm of thought. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but since everybody does it, of course, you know, I looked into it and the two, I wanted to go to Spanish speaking country and I also wanted to go through a program that Tufts, um, had like, you know, partnerships with because that way my financial aid would go with me because mm -hmm. I was obviously on heavy financial aid yeah. Yeah. at Tufts. Um, and so it was between Chile and Spain, mm -hmm. but uh, there was actually this is super significant. My at Tufts, the one at the time, the one of the two Latino professors at Tufts, mm -hmm. Noe Montes, shout out to Noe Montes. Um, he was a drama professor, mm -hmm. and he was going to he was directing. It was a department show, so kind of a big deal. He it is a, it is a big deal. Um, he was directing the first play to premiere at Tufts that was written by a U.S. Latino playwright. Mm. which is also ridiculous that it was 2013 and right. literally that was the first one. Anyways, so, but since it was the first one, mm -hmm. it was a really big deal for him to have Latinos audition. Oh, that's and I, awesome. And I was one of the few Latinos in, like, the drama... I wouldn't consider myself part of the drama community, but who did drama. Claro. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I auditioned, and I actually got the lead role, which is... <laughs> no way! Crazy. I didn't... Re it's so funny. I didn't realize I was the lead until, like... Three days into rehearsal. Noe was like, Genesis, you know this play is about you, right? And I was like, what? How did you not know that? It, uh, because because they're very they're, <laughs> they're very important characters like in the play um, that aren't just me. But then I realized that the play okay. is about okay. my... It really centers around my okay. growth. Anyways, so then I got the play. I got the role. And Chile, to study abroad in Chile... Mm -hmm. Your options were to either study in the fall or full or year. The full year, okay. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely doing the play, so I'm not going to Chile, and I guess I'll go to Spain. Okay. Um, and That's so funny because. But <laughs> so I got to Madrid, um, and man, what's really crazy about Madrid and that whole experience was, oof. Well, say what you are. You, do you want to say what you're going to say? Because I'm yeah. getting into a whole other can of worms. <clears throat> no, right I was now. just going to say how it's we have similar. That we didn't end up in Madrid by choice. Like, mm. well, yeah, tell similar us. to you, um, I knew I knew that I was going to study abroad. My majors um, were Spanish and history, mm. and ooh, sorry, um, Spanish specifically on the language culture 
and literature track. Mm -hmm. And so I had taken a lot of literature classes. And so first of all, I knew I needed to go to Spanish country so that it would count for both my majors. Mm. And um, number, I either wanted to go, I was between, or Mexico, which was like lower on my list because I have family there, I've been there, I've lived there summers and stuff, so it wouldn't be completely a new experience. Yeah. Um, and then number one on my list was Argentina. I, like, was really wanting to go Argentina. I fucking love their accent. Um, Show boluda! <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so beautiful. Um, and then, you know, as studying Latin American literature, especially the literature, Latin American literature during the boom period, mm. um, so many important authors were from Argentina or they lived in Argentina. So, like, Pablo Neruda, Julio Cortázar. Oh, oh, my God, did you hear that? La Zeta. <laughs> yeah, la Zeta. <laughs> um, Julio Cortázar. Um, yeah. And so I was, my heart was set in Argentina. But, like you said, mm -hmm. I also relied super heavily on financial aid. And when it came to um, comparing study abroad programs, the most accessible financially was Madrid. Wow. Which is crazy, because, yeah, you know, you think, like, well... Especially at the time, the euro was, like, was kind of how it is now, which is, yeah. like, a euro is, like, a, almost a dollar twenty. No, when I studied abroad, it was, like, 1.3. Actually, you're right. It was higher. Now it's lower. Right. But, um, yeah, I, it never occurred to me that it'd be, like, more expensive to study. I don't know exactly why, because I'm pretty sure that the cost of living in Argentina is probably lower, But I think it's just, like, the differences in programs where it's just not as... You had to live with a host family if you went to Argentina in this program mm. that they offer through my university. And that's what made it more expensive. Um, really? And I think just having a more... Like, the program here in Madrid is older. I think it's just more established. Got it. You have the option of living with a host family or finding your own apartment and stuff. And so basically, it was, you know, a difference between having to take out a private loan to afford to go to Argentina or to come to Madrid and, ha and have my financial aid cover it. Right. So, claro. Of course. Hombre. <laughs> pues, 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 claro. O sea. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I came to Madrid, you know, but it was never like, oh, I've had this Spanish fascination with... Europe, let alone Spain, like, right. no, no tenía nada que ver con mis, you know, yo, o sea, es una oportunidad de viajar y yeah. poco más, like, yeah, so it's funny that, yeah, also, I find it funny, because I remember this, oh my gosh, this one girl, when I said I was going to Spain, she's from, <laughs> yeah, don't get your tea all over your computer here, when I said I was going to Spain, she was from Spain, like, she was an international ah. student, Did she ask from like, Spain? She said, why? "Why are you going to Spain?" Well, also, I was an American Studies major at Tufts, which at mm -hmm. the time I don't know what it's like now, but at the time, it was probably the most um, "quote unquote" red um, mm. major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely overlap with other majors, but mm -hmm. that community was very involved with anti-oppressive, you know, social justice work, etc. Anyways, mm -hmm. this girl was in that major mm -hmm. and oh, I know her. she's an IR major but she took Race in America with me which was like the dope course yeah, like, that I learned yeah. that opened my eyes or whatever yeah she goes she's like why are you going to Madrid or why are you going to Spain and I was like 
And I, I, I didn't have a good answer because I didn't. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. she goes, she's like, you're going back to the colonizer's land. Oh, my And she God. was don't, Spanish herself. Yeah, don't open this can of worms so soon. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to say, I mean, we can get back to that later, but... I would have pin in that. All right, because put it, we're putting a pin in it right now. We got to put a little water yeah, here. Yeah. I mean, a little map. Pues, but anyways, so I really didn't have a good answer. And then... Joder. But... <laughs> But yeah, and so that's how I mean that's how I came to Madrid the very that first time. That is so time. interesting that she she's was from Spain. Spanish. Well, because she because she well I mean because she knows. Claro. She knows like you know she was dope. She knew she knew her stuff and like was like and she really had. I was like, girl, I was like, you're from Spain, challenging me yeah. about why I'm going to yeah. And I was like, in my head, I was like, don't talk to me. <laughs> you don't know my life. No, but you don't know my life. <laughs> Like, come on. And I was like, I can go to Spain if I want to. Shit. Anyways. No, that's... Oh, God. Yeah. But, well, I think we are going to go into this can, can of worms because... Are we? This could be a whole episode. Pues está bien. Because... Because... <laughs> okay, because when I got to Spain, yes, well... Ya voy. Because I got to Spain and was like... Well, to be honest, my first impression of Spain, my very first impression, I was in a taxi... Go from the airport, mm-hmm. and I'm looking out, and you know the 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 from land the, oh. around the airport is dry as hell. Yes, it's like yes. drought, 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 extra drought. I mean, more drought. That's literally all the fucking drought. It's all of Madrid. Yeah, it's. So then I was like, where? where I was am like, I? ew. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, when I was as I started driving into the city, you know, yeah. I was like. I was actually taken aback by... I felt that Madrid was very congested in terms of the buildings. Mm, from, really? Yeah, I don't know why. It was just And the, you come from, like, East Coast. I mean, to be fair, I'm from Providence. We have a little bit more space, okay? <laughs> I mean, we're small, but we don't take up every inch of land. But I was, like, really surprised, like, that I didn't see any houses. You know, all of it were buildings. Oh, that's totally what I expected. And I, didn't, I had no idea. Okay. And so I went, and I was like... Although... Oh. Yeah. So I had kind of, like, the... Uh, do you know the metropoli- uh, Metropolitano area? Like that metro stop? No. What is that by? It's Chambery, but like North Chambery. Like almost like I mean, I've heard of the stop, but almost I, I don't like think I... Rios Rosas, Zona. Okay. But basically, okay. it's it's Ciudad Universitaria. Yes. And our like dorm where we were staying is there. But it's kind of like weird because it's... I, don't, I just remember thinking like, this is it. Like... <laughs> Really? <laughs> this is all you got, Madrid? Yeah. And so I, I was like, why? Okay. And I just felt really weird. But anyways, um, so then you're probably like, how the hell? Why did I end up? Now it's my second year or moving on my third year in Europe. Right. But um, crazy thing is, is um, very soon into me being here, mm-hmm. I really started to like it. Do you do you have a moment where that like it clicked for you or do you have a like I don't have a moment I, I specifically remember So, you know, we were staying in the area that's like metropolitano and we like were like okay, we're going to go do some exploring like walking distance from our dorm, which is really like Avenida Avenida Reina Victoria or something like that, which was weird. Everything was closed because it was a Sunday. Mm. And it didn't hit us, like, completely. It was like, what? There's nothing going on here. And I was like, pero espera, esto no puede ser. Like, yeah. And then, um, I think it must have been the next day, we finally, like, 
the metro freaked me out a lot at first. I was like, how do people use this? this really? Is so confusing. Oh, I was used to the metro. Right, because Boston. I don't. Ha- yeah, because I don't have Boston. Yeah, I mean, we don't Milwaukee, Wisconsin, good old Milwaukee, uh, doesn't have anything like that. The the most public transit we have are buses. Um, mm. But yeah, so I was like really thrown off by the metro. I finally like worked up the courage to like go to like from Metropolitano to Callao. Oui. And coming out in Callao and like feeling, you know, Plaza Callao. And it to me Plaza Callao is like the, the Times Square ish. Yes, exactly. Place and I hadn't I hadn't even been to New York before then. Mm. So that to me was like this is what I'm talking about. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is where it's at. Yeah, and I remember taking a bus on the way home, going down Gran Villa back to our, our neighborhood where the dorm was and thinking it that Madrid was huge. Mm. When really you realize later that Gran Villa is one road, <laughs> and it's like impossible to like. That's it. I mean, that's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but that that was like an important thing for me. Mm. Um, no. Yeah. Me being Genesis, I would synthesize the crap out of my own happiness and make it a problem. Oh, I realized, so I didn't have a moment of like, I'm enjoying it so much here. I was literally sitting on the metro and real, and it kind of just overcame me. Like, I'm me. tolerating this. No, no, no. <laughs> it overcame me where I was like, why am I having so much fun here? Oh, my God. That is literally how it came to me. I started journaling. Or, yeah, I was right. I had this little journal that my partner at the time had given me. Um, was very, I didn't journal very much when mm-hmm. I was in Madrid, but I did journal some. Mm-hmm. So this little baby journal that I had, I wrote in it and was like, I don't know why I like it here so much. Like, I feel like there's a problem with me. Do you think it was you were internalizing that girl's comment? It could, Yes, I think that's part of it. I think it's also like, well, well, you know, coming from the kind of, again, we've talked, I mean, you and I have talked about this a lot, but like the kind of campus climate that was starting to form, mm, mm-hmm. everything had to be questioned. We had to critique everything, everything. especially if you were in a predominantly white, mm-hmm. you know, area, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm over here being like, something's not, something's wrong because I'm having too much fun. Yeah. And there ain't people of color around. Right. So this is a problem. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, it's like, oh, wait, I'm loving life right now. Yeah, I'm enjoying es, my life. Es que esto no puede ser. <laughs> How dare I enjoy my own life? <laughs> there must be something wrong. Um, so I must synthesize. Right, right. Um, and that's when I came to a whole other set of conclusions that really helped me sort of navigate mm-hmm. everything a lot better. But, but that was my moment where I was like, wow, I really do like being here and... Yeah. I, as opposed to that being sort of like this really relieving moment, it was kind of it almost felt like a burden. Time frame wise, was that like a couple months in? Was no. that like I literally had that realization probably a month in. Okay. And then okay. it really I mean I'm happy. I mean you also stayed less time than me, so I feel like spring semester kids, I feel like your guys' adjustment is so much faster than fall semester like year long kids. I don't know why. I could see that. Because having mentored spring semester kids, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think because you know year long kids, we like know like shit. If we don't like this, I'm stuck here a whole year. So you're a lot more careful. Yeah, or you're just scared. Hmm. Um, 
you know, for me personally, obviously, you know, I fucking love Madrid, but um, really didn't fully start enjoying myself until second semester. Mm. I'm not saying I was miserable the whole time, but um, it's it's so embarrassing to look back and, and reflect on how I was such I was so whiny about so many things. Yeah, what happened? Culture shock. I know it wasn't bad, but like, what happened in your fall semester that like you think made it hard? Um, number one, I was I just remember constantly like complaining about food. I was like, were you pescatarian at this point? No, but I at that point I ate meat, but only chicken and beef, which still made it almost impossible to yeah. um, enjoy like Spanish diet, which is so come on, come on, come on, come on. And don't, like, if you ever told, if, I, like, I went and told a Spaniard, like, I, perdón, es que no como jamón. Pero que dices? Vaya, caca de But they would always be like, pero, pero si que lo has probado, eh? Like, and I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to, I don't feel the need to, and I don't because this is religious reasons and leave me alone. Yeah. But, um. Besides the, like, you know, not having as many options because I was avoiding the pork and the seafood. I didn't, (laughs) in comparison to Mexican cuisine, Spanish food is relatively bland. Yes. Yes, I second that. There is nothing picante. O sea, yo soy alguien que le echa chile limón en todo. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing... I was I was craving spicy food so bad, I went to, like, walk to walk and just put that, like... Um, I don't know what kind of sauce it is. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm sweating, but I don't care because this is the first spice I've had in a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that, that was big. I was complaining a lot about the food. Um... I think I was I was in a pretty big study abroad program, and I moved into an apartment with eight other roommates. Yeah, I don't know how you did that. Yeah, it was crazy. I had... Because um, I lived with a host family. Oh, I so didn't know that. I had a host mom. I can tell you about oh, that in a second. Maybe I didn't know that. Um, it was just me. It, honestly, I... Shout out to Maite, who still works with the program center. She does... Her and Susan do a really good job of, like, pairing you with... At least to the best of their ability, you know. Yeah. But um, I there my host situation was awesome because you know I grew I was raised by a single mom, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I have three older brothers. So mm-hmm. with uh, her name was Isabel. Um, she was Venice born in Venezuela, but raised in Spain, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Spanish pretty much, definitely culturally Spanish. Um, but she was uh, also a single mother, and her kids were older so they didn't live at home with her and um she rented out her two other rooms to to older guys one of them was from barcelona oh god tony he was beautiful (laughs) oh i had such the biggest crush on him and i was like oh my god that must be so like it was so hard to live with him yeah i mean no we didn't i really didn't see him that much but he was super attractive and i was like oh my god you're technically my host brother and I have a huge crush on you. But anyways, and then the you, other guy... Do you keep in touch with? No. He had he had a super Catalan girlfriend, and they were, like, super hipster and cute together, and, like, I was mad about it. And they spoke Catalan to each other, and I was like, I can't understand that thing you're 
Um, anyways, so it was really nice because it was like kind of what I was used to. Yeah. You know, older guys, I yeah, guess, yeah, in totally, the house, totally. and then but a single mom. Well, so question: Did you guys hang out? Um, we did. Like, did you hang out with your host brother? Uh, w- no, I didn't really hang out with my with my host brothers. Like, I mean, because they technically weren't my host brothers. You know, they weren't her kids, and yeah, they just rented the room, and yeah. You know, but I did see Tony. I saw him every once in a blue moon because he was always working. Raul was the other one, and we would have dinner together often. Okay. Me and Isabel, but. I guess I was asking because one of the things that I struggled with um, was that even though I had eight roommates, which it was me and another. And in Arguelles, in Apiso, in Arguelles. Um, me and Sasha, Sasha was another American in my program. And then two, two Spaniards, two Mexicans from DF, two Brazilian roommates, and then one Moroccan. Um, and, you know, I was super excited about that because it was just like, it's super international. The majority of us spoke. Spanish, like Spanish, was like the common language. Um, mm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because the Moroccan spoke French and Spanish, the Brasileño spoke Spanish, and obviously the Mexicano spoke Spanish. And then um, me and Sasha, like Sasha, was the other American in my flat and also in my program, and we like made this kind of like agreement that as much as possible that we would speak to each other in Spanish, and we were actually pretty good about it. Um, I would say, but then. It was actually pretty nice to have someone that, like, when I needed to vent or I was feeling really homesick, which, again, that first semester, I did a fair amount of, I had session. I could just, I'm like, I'd be like, I'm fucking tired. Like, I need to talk to someone in English. So, um, but despite having that many roommates, it was like a culture shock to me constantly coming home and almost feeling like I was alone. Um, Mm. because all of us had different schedules and like a lot of us were students. So, um, I'd come home, you know, at like five or sometimes at seven and all the doors would be closed. Even if people were home, doors would be closed. Mm. And that was just culturally different because if you, you, I'm assuming you lived in dorms back home and I feel like dorm life, we always had open doors. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, in the dorms and, you know, even if you're studying, you had your door open and people could walk in. Sorry. It's okay. Come on in, Fitz. Oh, he's needy. Hey, buddy. Fitz is Sessie's lovely cat. I don't even like cats, y'all, but Fitz is an exception. Right, Papa? You are the only He's so cute. He's the best cat. I hope this mic is picking up in his adorable purring. <laughs> he probably is. Anyways, um, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, feeling alone despite their Oh, being... yeah, 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 because, like, back home in dorms and stuff, like, even if you're studying, you keep your door open, people come in like, hey, what's up, whatever, or you just, like, study together. And here it was like, no, like, everyone was like, okay, I'm going to go study now, close the door, maybe come out for dinner. Mm. And that's it. 
Yeah. And it wasn't that we, we didn't get along. Like, I was close. Um, I got along great with a lot of my roommates. I just, it was just, I think, a cultural difference. So, yeah, I guess I felt really lonely at first. Yeah. Obviously, leaving my family, I'm extremely close to my family. Um, you know, just not seeing your friends, being thrown into, you know, typical study abroad. Like new, yeah. I guess I actually, so being in a host family was really good for me. Um, one, because I also got to practice my Spanish, um, Mm. because despite the fact that, you know, I grew up bilingual there when you don't, I mean, I don't practice it when I'm home because my mom speaks English. I mean, I speak to my mom in both. I speak to my dad. Well, I speak. I'm so glad we have this in common. (laughs) (laughs) I speak to my dad. Yeah. I speak to my dad only in Spanish, but, um, for most of my life, you know, my dad was not an active part because, um, of personal reasons but my parents were divorced um so you know there weren't as many opportunities to practice my spanish mm-hmm. and my mom and i though we speak both we just more opt in english we yeah that's usually our preferred yeah. language same um, at my house my brothers we never speak to each other in spanish it's mm-hmm. weird to speak to my brothers in spanish yeah um so anyways it was good for me to practice um with my host mom mm-hmm. there are a lot of times where my host mom was like oh you you know that's not how you say it here or like well great i mean that's different because she's correcting me she's saying that my spanish is wrong it's not incorrect it's just different like her and i had a did, whole, did you make that like change did i start saying it like them? no 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 but did you tell her like it's not wrong it's different no i just said oh well we say it like this is what i would say uh-huh. Um, but there are other times where she corrected me and I was grammatically incorrect or whatever. Yeah, no, no, that's so I just hate when Spaniards correct our Spanish and say it's, and wrong. Say it's wrong. Right, right, because it's not wrong. Right, exactly. But they totally have like this I have, language superiority complex. Right, I have friends who are Spanish who say, like, they just don't understand what I say. Like, if I said, I don't know, what's an example? But I find, like, that's a lie. Like, you understand what I'm saying. You just want me to say it the way that you want it. There's so no, many No, there's some things that they really don't get. I mean, I feel like... I like think if it's I said, with some nouns. Like, some... Like... I Well, I know with frijoles, like... Claro. I mean, there's some things. But, like, if I... I think I... I I'm trying to think of an example. Um, I literally did not know how to say green beans. I was try- I was telling my host mom, I don't like vegetables. Also, props to my host mom because I was picky. I was so picky. Those some of you may know me. I'm a major major foodie, but I was so picky prior to coming to Spain. Um, but you know, in my household, we were raised that you eat everything on your plate, even if you don't like it, especially if you're at a guest house, mm-hmm. because no puede ser maleducada. You know, because everyone's gonna think that you're malcriada. Mm-hmm. So. There were so many things that my host mom gave me that I was like, oh my God, I this doesn't look like I'm going to like it. And then I forced myself to eat it because there's no way I was going to be like, uh, I don't really like this, you know. So I forced myself to eat it. Anyways, I was trying to explain to my host mom that I don't eat vegetables very much, but one of the only vegetables I like were green beans. I, I was like, for I don't know what you call green beans, but for us, it's ejote, los ejotes. I think that sounds familiar. Ejotes are green beans to us. And Literally, we went back and forth, and I'm trying to explain to her, mm-hmm. bueno, total is that she thought I was saying lima beans. Okay. And, you, well, funny story. Alas. 
Abbas. She said Abbas. And I was like, yeah, that sounds right. And then, long story short, I remember one weekend she was gone. And she's like, oh, I made your favorite dish, like, Mm -hmm. with, with, you know, Abbas. And Mm -hmm. I'm over here thinking, like, it's green beans. Yeah. Well, even the... A plate full of jamon, like, chopped up jamon and and lima beans. It was disgusting. (laughs) And I was like, yo, thank God my host mom is not home because I'm throwing all this away. And I did. Oh, that sounds disgusting. It was horrible. First of all, oh, I hate lime. Oh, that's so lime. sweet. It is very sweet of her, but I was like, we, this is not the vegetable. This is, <laughs> these are not ejotes. Like, these are not green beans. That's, and, it, and that's hilarious because, like, I hate jamon beans. and green beans here is, like, a normal dish. She probably, oh, yeah. She's probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> As she's <laughs> cooking this, but, like, okay, this is her favorite food. I mean, I, don't, I didn't say jamon, but... Lo, you know, yeah, pero, yeah, but it's Spanish. But like, you say you like a vegetable, obviously you have, it's going it, to go It obviously has to have meat in it, yeah. So she <laughs> literally a like, jar full of habas and jamón, and I was like, oh my. And so, of course, I tried it, you know, like, good for me. I was like, I'm not going to like this. It, first of all, I hate lima beans. I hate lima beans. I have such a lima bean story. Oh my God. I was, like, traumatized by lima beans because my dad made some, like... Estofado, like a stew, a lima bean stew. That just makes yeah. Me I, I, I don't know how old I was. I, I literally because we had this rule when I was young. No te vas de la mesa <laughs> hasta que te hasta que comes la cena. Like there was yeah. just there. You, you gotta clean that plate. If up. you don't like the food, you take your time, mm. but you're not you're not leaving. Yeah. And I remember that was, like, one of the longest protests. I, like, eventually, I'd either give in or I'd be so sneaky. And I'd, like, move it around. And then I'd, like, cover half, like cover it with a napkin. And then I'd, like, oh, yeah. quickly scrape it into the garbage or something. Dinner time Tetris yes, over here. But um, I remember sitting in protest. That was, like, probably one of the long. I probably stayed. We probably had dinner at, like, 6. I remember it was, like, well, like, 9.30. And I'm still sitting at the table. You meet puppy. Not giving up. So finally, I eat some of it and I vomit. <gasps> mm-hmm. Ew. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. And then my mom finally goes, "Ay, Manoli, ¿por qué haces eso a la niña?" Like, yeah. And you know, I'm you know, I'm all like justified, like, "Oh, I'm so tortured." Like, Woe is me. I was right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, but I fucking hate. And I, to this day, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I ever. I know I've had them. I never had a lima bean prior to this experience. And then I had them and I was like, first of all, I don't like jamon and I hate lima beans. And both of them together made a horrendous dish. And I threw them. I threw them out. That is so funny. And like I said, luckily she wasn't home because I would have felt terrible to be like, you made this entire thing just for me. (laughs) Y ni me gustan. Que tierna. That's so cute. Yeah. No, she was super sweet. I really like my host mom a lot. Yeah. She made a, a lot of other good things. But yeah, so like I have to I have to give her a shout out because had it not been honestly for the study abroad experience where I was forced well, I forced myself to really to be more adventurous with food mm-hmm. because I didn't want to be rude, um my palate expanded exponentially yeah, with that's being great. with her. I can't imagine you being so Picky? knowing you as I know you now, being Dude, the foodie that you are you and hated me. You know, me and Genesis go on but yeah. so many glorious food adventures. Oh, yeah. But For sure. 
I can't, I can't imagine you. I can't imagine myself. I can't imagine limiting, like, it, this sounds kind of ridiculous and, like, dramatic, but because of my adoration for food, because here's the thing, I've always loved food, mm-hmm. but I was picky, so, but of Sima, like, the things that I loved, I freaking love those things, right? Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine, like, my love for food like it's a way to experience the world absolutely and so like if you are not if i'm limiting myself to like literally yeah. ramen and literally and sandwiches I'll plant, and cereal, when i travel now around europe it's like you just plan around food, food. <laughs> yeah and that's that's how you live in mean, like whenever people <laughs> i always feel so bad like when people come to visit me and my i'm least, just like what are we eating <laughs> yeah or i literally am like Okay, I made a list. Most of them are food. 90% of them are food. <laughs> this is so true. People always ask me, Jess, what are there cool, what are cool things to do in Madrid? I'm like, well, you can go to bueno, this burger spot. We can go to, you can go have dessert. Bueno, I say, puedes ir a, a tapiar, mm. a por cañas, mm-hmm. a por pinchos, yeah. al mercado. Yeah. O sea, todo tiene que ver con comer. And then, and like, related. you know, we do we do all the, the food things, and it's like, okay, we're full. We can't possibly eat more. What do we do next? And I'm like, Ugh. well, it looks like we can wait three hours, and then we can do the next <laughs> food-related thing. <laughs> yeah, that's like me and my foodie soulmate. Shout out to my foodie soulmate, Amanda. We were we would literally be foodieing, like, around... We did, we did um, Austria and Hungary for spring break, mm-hmm. and... Um, wonderful person to travel with and incredible incredibly good foodie like mate yeah and we'd be you know we'd foodie be like all right let's go to this spot and we'd sit down and eat be like oh my god this is so good and then we'd already be talking about, about the next spot we yeah. were gonna eat at it was amazing i was like <laughs> yes this is what i'm talking about we're gonna eat all day every yeah. day um so yeah i can't imagine being like oh you know i don't like like i didn't like eggplant yeah. And, like, yeah. those eggplant fries things that we had today at Pez Gordo are, like... Lit. <laughs> delicious. So, anyways. But, yeah, I'm really grateful that I had a host family. Also, my host mom lived in the Pijo neighborhood of Salamanca. And that was a treat, for sure. Because her house was... Her piso was so beautiful. Yeah. She had this, like, really... I don't know what the... I don't know anything about time periods, but, like... She has this, like, living room or a dining room that was so fancy. Like, it had mm-hmm. these pink, like, velvet seats and, like, these pink velvet drapes. And, like, it oh. was so... And she had this beautiful bookcase, like, huge bookcase against the wall. The um, like a built-in bookcase? Yeah, a built-in bookcase on oh. the wall um, in the living room. And, like, she had a beautiful house. Her kitchen was a little 70s, but it was so yeah. nice. And she always prepared me my little tea, <laughs> my little bun. I had the opposite experience in our little <laughs> nine-bedroom apartment. It was it was such a shit apartment. Now that I think of it, I I thought I, I was like, oh my god, where did you live again? In Arguelles. Um Okay. But the cool thing was that we all had our own bedrooms, and they were pretty big. Like my bedroom was pretty big, but our common spaces were tiny that's what i don't get about some apartments i don't get it well i i don't know i don't get the whole like yeah this is your house it's a a long hallway yeah with it's basically that that's it yeah and i'm like what about common spaces like where are we supposed to eat or where are we supposed to just chill yeah i don't know but anyways but yeah um (laughs) complete opposite like now i look back and i'm like i cannot believe i live (laughs) 
Oof. I couldn't have dealt with that many people. I mean, I dealt with that many people my senior year. Well, like I said, I, I was worried. Like, oh, this is going to be horrible, sharing two bathrooms with all these people. Really just one bathroom, because the other one was disgusting and, like, oof. Um, the kitchen, imagínate la cocina que tengo ahora. Yeah. Slightly bigger than that. I'm not exaggerating. It was so small. For that many For people? For that many people. You couldn't... We literally had to take turns. Oh my god, I have a crazy story, sorry. Was, we couldn't be more than three of us in there. It was that small. Which is crazy. Yeah, we lived nine people, and we'd have to kind of like... Take turns. Was, yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said, we had all such different schedules, and like bopping around, and like doing... It didn't feel like that. I felt like I lived with maybe four roommates. Okay. Because well, I didn't see a lot of them. Well, that's good. But, oh my god, I just thought of, this is so funny. Okay. So, in Spain, or at least, it is not common for, at least Madrid, for, like, host, at least in our host family, it's like, it was weird to have people over. Like, you don't, mm-hmm. it's more common in the U.S. to be like, hey, let's come, like, come yeah. over to the house for pizza or, like, oh, watch yeah. a movie. Totally. That's not really a thing. Nope. Nope. And so, like, ev- everyone feels the type of way, like, everyone... That's always a question that comes up in, like, orientation. Like, how, what are people... What are fam- host families' policies on bringing people over? And we are told it. you can obviously ask. Some might be mm-hmm. open to it, but it's not really a thing that you do. Yeah. My friend Elizabeth was studying abroad in Germany at the time, um, the same semester, and she wanted to visit me in Madrid. And so I asked my host mom if she could stay with me in my room, and she said, yeah. But the funny thing is that... <laughs> So I'm like, Elizabeth, I'm going to make you a really un, un plato típico de guate. And I'm going to make you tortillas con huevos. Like, I made the tortillas. Yeah. Tortilla, my mom would be real proud of me. Yeah, tortilla mano. Yeah, I made tortillas and then um, some frijoles, some queso fresco. Solo lo que faltaba was aguacate. Mm. Anyways. That sounds so good right now. I know. And then tell me why. Uh, so we're, we're about to. This was literally crazy. We were, we, uh, the, the pan was hot with a little bit of oil. Elizabeth, I guess we waited for it to get too hot. Elizabeth pours the beans, going, the, the yes, bean water so into the thing. The... Dude, I have never seen a flame so <gasps> big come from the freaking pan. It, it momentarily <gasps> lit my host mom's cupboards on fire. Shut up. But the cupboards are made of metal. Entonces, it, like, lit on fire, and then it it stopped. Her yellow 70s metal covers were black, dude. They were black. And I was like, Elizabeth, we, Elizabeth and I were just shocked. We're like, what? Do, I think, I don't remember what I did, but I, like, oh, I quickly put um, something over the, the pot. Like a cloth? No, or? no, no, like a, like a, a, a lid, a, a lid, lid over okay. it so that it would... Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, first of all, this is why I don't cook. But um, <laughs> it wasn't even me, it was her, but still. And I had to go through and uh, and wash the, the whatever, the the black stuff the off soot, of the... Like the, the soot. soot. That's the word. Soot. The soot. The soot. Um, off of the cupboards. 
my god. And I never told my host mom, obviously, and I hope, I mean, some parts I couldn't take off. Yeah. And I just hope she never noticed, and she never did, she never asked me about it, but... I was like, so scary and dangerous, dude. I was like, I'm like Elizabeth. We gotta friggin' let this house on fire, or or your arm or something. I know, but like, oh, that's that. Oh, but what's crazy? I just got goosebumps. What's crazy is in that moment, I quickly reacted, and Elizabeth was like, she was like, oh my god. She's like, thank you for reacting because I was just in a state of shock. Yeah, and I was like, no, I was like, no, bitch. Fire, I'm gonna get my ass kicked by my host mom. Um, look at my skin, <laughs> <laughs> but that's a crazy story. I never that was literally the first and only time I cooked at my host mom's house. You're a mess, and I literally, <laughs> I know I'm so bad. I'm so bad. My partner, how hot was this oil, dude? I don't know. Well, it's obviously the water from the beans, it was that the oil in the water. Just yeah, yeah, created a flame. Yeah, I've, I've synthesis heated, I've, chemical <laughs> reaction. I've dude. made beans before, and that's never never happened. I think we just forgot. What, but was it um, vitro ceramica, or was no. it like actual flame? No, it was actual flame. Oh, okay. It okay, was. Okay. Um, yeah, she had a fire. Okay, I'm so, so jealous. That's one thing I missed. I I know because I cannot. Yeah, I can't make tortillas and have them toasted and yes. I literally, like, I buy tortillas here, and it's just like, what's the point? I have to fucking microwave them, or or in a pan. But. Bueno. Anyways. (laughs) So, so how did I, how did I get to Madrid? Well, I don't know. I mean, that might be another episode. put a pin in it? We might have to put a pin in it. (laughs) I guess we'll keep you guys guessing for... How we both ended up in Madrid after studying abroad. Right. Yeah. That's for the next episode. Well, thanks for listening and maybe join us for the next one. Yeah, and if you have suggestions of what you want us to talk about, please let us know. Uh, but but we got we got lots to yeah. talk about. Yeah, and we're like super, super excited. Yeah. And I'm so glad that we're doing this. Even while we're going to be long distance in the next couple of months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this bitch is leaving me again. Oh, yeah, because I'm technically not actually in Madrid. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> plot twist! <laughs> <laughs> well, she just extended her flight. Seven days. Wait, was it seven days? Eight days? Oh, gosh, I can't <laughs> believe my supervisor's going to kill me. No, she's not. More on that later, but... Yeah, it'll be really fun to, like, catch up and hear about your week and stuff. But, yeah, we're hoping to... Um, do bi-month, bi-weekly, not bi-monthly, no, bi-weekly. bi-weekly episodes. Um, so, yeah, if you have suggestions or questions, let us know. Hit us up, because I'm never going to give you up, never going to let you down, never going to run around and desert you. <laughs> See y'all. Ciao and un besito. <laughs> never going to give you up.